Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Contingency Plan Podcast. My name is Jedi Master David, and with me, as always, is Darth Austin. Hello, everyone. We are back. Part four of Kenobi to talk about. That's the topic of the podcast. More Kenobi. May the force be with you. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, man. Shortest episode so far of the series. Of like every series that's ever been put out. <laughs> you know, but I, I'll, I'll try and put you in mind. They do this, though. They were like, Very true. They I were think like we had long, this with Mando, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. They're they're long and short episodes. I I don't particularly know why. It kind of almost seems a bit like bad time management in a way. Either um, that, or they just don't want to force extra content into an episode that doesn't need it or something. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, uh, when I look at like. Um, Strange New Worlds, which is out the new Star Trek show, you know, those are long and they're Mm -hmm. all consistently long episodes. I don't remember if it's 47 or 50 something minutes, but like it's it's consistently almost an hour per episode. And we've had 55, 41, 47 and now 38, 38 minutes so far with the Kenobi. Yeah, which when you break down like intro and credits and everything, it's closer to almost Recap. like 30, 34, maybe. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, very, uh, very strange. But, um, you know, we'll, didn't we'll, seem short once you got into it, though, to be quite honest. Yeah, agreed. And and obviously, you know, we'll we'll get into the um, into the actual episode as we go along. But might as well get her started with a little bit of uh, you know, how you doing? How's your week I'm been? Doing. I'm doing, I'm doing, how you doing? Okay. I'm actually wondering <laughs> if people can hear the, like this, the tornado sirens through my mic from outside. I don't know if it's really that loud or not. See, this is how much, how, how much of a professional professionals we are. We, we podcast while it's, you know, getting ready to destroy us outside. Hey, some weeks we can't even be bothered to actually record, but when there's a storm, we'll suffer through it. We might die, but we will record. <laughs> it won't get to you because we're dead, but we yeah, will have recorded it. Boy. Yeah, isn't that <laughs> wild? So anyway, how was your week? Oh, not too bad. Not too bad. It's a, it's a finals week for a module, so it's been a busy one. I spent all yesterday on schoolwork and just long days at work in between, so not a whole lot to talk about, I guess. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Lame. Yeah. Super Very. lame. Very. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, it's, <clears throat> yeah, it's been a typical work week, you know, typical kind of, uh, not much, not much really going on so far either. Um, tomorrow, however, uh, will be, uh, sort of a, a double feature. That's the word I was looking for. Double feature of, um, the first Jurassic Park movie. And then uh, the new one. So I'll be going to that. Oh, nice. Cool, yeah. cool. Yeah, apparently um, <clears throat> apparently, if we go, we get like a free NFT. Ooh. Is that <laughs> literally why you're going? No, not, not really. I mean, just, you know, yeah. decided to, decided to kind of go do something. Um, and that's 
that's what we're doing. <laughs> nice. That'll be fun. That that'll be a thing that we're doing. Yeah, I, I guess uh, in the theme of movies and TVs, it's literally the only thing I can really mention this week is we starred Stranger Things four, which has been pretty good so far. I don't know. Do you still watch Stranger Things? Did you ever get into that? Haven't started it. Um, I mean, I, I've watched obviously the the prior seasons. Um, I mean, I clearly know that that one song is clearly in it because now everybody's using it. If I only could make a deal with God, get him <laughs> to something. It's like you know the one that. Uh, oh shoot, what was that band? There was a placebo. They did a they did a, a cover of it a long time ago. I don't remember. Kate Bush, I think, was the name of the. the she was uh, Irish, I believe, or something like that. Uh, I didn't know people were making a meme out of it. I haven't really seen many Stranger Things memes. Well, it's not a meme. They're just using the song for, like, everything from, like, a TikTok dance to an Instagram story to, like, some random thing on, like, YouTube shorts. It's everywhere. That'd kind of be a weird song to dance to on TikTok. It's 80s mania, man. They they love it. I guess. It. They just love I it guess. to death, dude. Saying out of all the 80s music that plays through Stranger Things, I would think you could pull something a little bit more upbeat and fun but yeah i get it i get it yeah i don't know i'm sure it's a very pensive moment when that song starts playing probably somebody's died or is dying yeah i don't think it's played yet now mm-hmm. that i think about it okay well then you don't even i, I don't know if it's Le- even in there i'm just played I- when i passed out the other night about halfway through the episode for Ooh, 10 minutes i don't that's know that's not good <laughs> uh, I, that, i'm just saying like when that sort of stuff pops up while stranger things is out clearly and um, <clears throat> I didn't finish it, but they did have Millie Bobby Brown on uh, Hot Ones, uh, mm. the, the Wing Show on uh, mm-hmm. YouTube, the YouTube dot com <laughs> slash Hot Ones, <laughs> not a sponsor, not a sponsor. You know, on a, on, on a somewhat related note to that, I did try one of their hot sauces just for uh, my YouTube stuff, and it was just uh-huh. the the classic. To be honest, it wasn't very good. Oh, really? No, it wasn't very good at all. I didn't enjoy it at all. I, I mean, I'm maybe their other ones are good, but that it was just a classic with the blue label. I was like, hmm, this isn't anything. Was special. it like at least spicy and just flavorless? No, or it wasn't. Just... It wasn't spicy. It, it, it had flavor. I, I think. Okay, so I don't particularly like chunky hot sauces. You know where they I have? I don't a, think anybody really does. <laughs> but there are a lot that do it. And I've had a couple that are that are okay. There was one that was sent to me, and I don't remember what it was, but it was like some sort of like beer related or, or like whiskey or something. It was it was something related to like a liquor of some sort, mm-hmm. and that was uh, that was pretty good. But it had little chunkies in it. But normally I'm not a big chunky hot sauce kind of guy. I just want hot. I just want it, you know, hot sauce. Chipotle is bad about that. It seems like like if you don't properly process the pepper. Like it gets super, I don't know, like mm-hmm. they missed a, the stem or Seeds. the tip of the pepper or seed yeah. or something. And yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. But anyway, yeah. So good, good talk. Good weeks. Good talk. Good times. Yeah. Hot sauce and stranger things. Yeah. <laughs> stranger things. Okay. Uh, yeah, well, then, I guess, uh, I guess it's, it's time then, uh, time to talk about the, about the main thing here. So, part four, 
Uh, we had, you know, left our uh, story off on. Uh, I don't. I don't remember the planet now. Random mining planet. <laughs> and uh, that's how invested we are, guys. Well, that's how invested no, we are. <laughs> it's not even that. I, I'm. I mean, you know, I have trouble with remembering names of things. But um, you know, we we had a little bit with the with the inquisitors, you know, sending out the probes. We have mole man turning on people, and boy, oh boy, did the entire world love to make allegories to mole man and the truckers and Nazi neighbors and all that stuff throughout <laughs> the week. Uh, you know, makes, I'm just makes missing you out on all the good memes. Like, I guess <laughs> makes you think about your neighbors turning on you or. You know what? It's just like those truckers, you know, up in Canada supporting Trump, you know, just just trucking around. <laughs> you know, it, it's just like, you know, for I'm sh- I don't know. I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if somebody, you know, within Disney was trying to do social commentary because hey, it happens. And I don't mm-hmm. I'm not necessarily saying that I, you know, I don't that I hate that or something, even though it can be kind of lame. I didn't mind the mole guy, but boy, I, that was that was the talk was mole guy. Yeah, I guess I kind of took it more as like a a very old supporter mentality, something like you would see in a movie about World War Two, maybe. You know, like but, a collaborator. Yeah. Okay. That's kind of the vibe I got from him. Or even older, they're like loyalists, you know, from yeah. like colonial time. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> but he's Benedict Arnold. That's who. He is. <laughs> I mean, I, I I didn't really think about that when I watched it. I just thought about it as, you know, look, there are some people that love like the empire. The empire. Um, and we see that in books. Yeah. I mean, we've who, seen it in a lot of media. I was trying to I was trying to remember our character. She was um she was in Rebels too. Um Oh boy. She, do you remember the character? She had the short black hair. And she was a she was like a imperial supporter from like she a was planet. she was just an imperial. Oh, okay. She okay. Um, she supported Thrawn. Uh, she was like a, I don't remember. If she was a governor or uh, uh, there's there's people that are yelling about that. It's starting to piss me off because I know we read about her in a book. Uh, I think I think it might have been in aftermath, and then um, wow, this is lame. Why? Why are we Price Alindra Price Governor Price? Oh jeez, <laughs> yeah. Er, I, I was not thinking Price. Arinda. I was thinking someone way lower than Price. No, okay. yeah, yeah. She had the short, the short black hair, but yeah, she was yeah, a yeah. she was like a, a regional governor. Dealt with yeah. um, dealt with uh, Tarkin and so forth. But she was, you know, she was a normal person living on Coruscant, and you know she. She was like anybody else, you know, she just was a normal person, but then, you know, became a part of the empire and then was hardcore until her end. Mm -hmm. Um, And -hmm. it's not that she necessarily started off as a bad person, but well, kind of like her character Tala, you know, Tala was, you know, believed in the empire. She even said it, she believed in it and then, you know, moved away from it. Some people move away. Some people stay mole guy is on a mining planet. He probably doesn't have that much in the way of prospects. So the empire and its order and its, you know, opportunity, even though it's probably going to be drying up on this planet more than likely is okay. But here's the other thing. When this planet is stripped dry, old mold dude, 
he's probably going to be expecting the empire to like, Hey, you got a, you got a place for me. It's like, no, mm-hmm. we don't want you. Right. You know what I mean? That's, well, and he hasn't seen any of the horrible mm-hmm. things the empire could do yet. Maybe. They probably haven't yeah. more than likely haven't had any insurrections or any disciplinary action taken could on be. any of the citizens. So mm-hmm. he's only seen, you know, a bunch of commerce coming through essentially. Yeah, it's it's just it's funny. It's just funny what people latch on to. Um, and boy, yeah. I don't know about you, dude, but like, there's a lot of complaining. Still, a lot of complaining about about the series, and specifically in our last episode about how, uh, what Vader couldn't put out the fire the second time, which we we talked about. Oh I'm yeah, pretty why sure. couldn't you jump over the fire? Why couldn't you pull him back through the fire? Why couldn't you do this? Why couldn't you do that? Well, think think about it this way. Vader wants Kenobi to suffer. Right. And maybe this is like a way to make Kenobi suffer. Maybe he doesn't, he, you know, he doesn't care to kill him now. He clearly wants to draw this out. So, right. And, and maybe there's even a part of Anakin in there still that, that's like, ah, I don't really want to kill you. I just kind of want to make you suffer. Want you to feel the pain that I felt. Yeah. So, I mean, it's half half a one, you know, dozen of one, half a dozen of the other, or however that saying goes. But um, I, don't, I don't know. Like, the only gripe that I had was lightsabers. For me... Oh, my God. They're so bad in this episode. <laughs> they just... They don't, they don't look particularly great. It looks like what they did. They got, like, the best prop saber with the best blade, you know, prop blade that they could... And they chose not to computerize over it. You know what I mean? I it's like give it like some, su- f- give it some extra sciency substance. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, not even just the look of the saber, like the effects during combat, specifically when he's like attacking stormtroopers. I didn't like. I thought it was overdone. <sighs> we'll we'll talk about that. We'll we'll talk about that yeah. as as we as we get into it. But yeah, just just as far as last episode, we. we you know, we had the confrontation with Vader. Uh, Leia encounters our third sister. Third sister. Reva. And, um, you know, effectively, that's kind of where we're at. I do know that a lot of the meme was, ah, she'll never catch Leia. She can run away super duper fast and do four slides and stuff, <laughs> except when she's running down a tunnel, apparently. So I did think it was funny. I thought. Maybe we were the only people that commented on how ridiculous it kind of was, how she was evading everyone. Oh, yeah. But everyone jumped on that. That kind of made me happy. Well, here's the thing. It wouldn't it wouldn't irritate me or it wouldn't seem odd if they would have actually made her look force augmented. Yeah. But the the slide's a slide. It's not that impressive. And the 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 weird evasion to stuff, it wasn't it was more kooky than it was force cool. real not not <laughs> realistic but force uh assisted mm-hmm. it just could have been different could have been better but again i think like, it would have been kind of cool if we had had more persuasion like maybe she had convinced people to let her go instead of just being able to outrun them i personally think that would have been a little much because the whole thing so. was is that like leia unconsciously has used the force she, she didn't really even know she had any affinity towards the Force until she met Luke, you know. And, and I until, feel like you could have potentially tied in 
Jedi mind tricks to that because she might not have realized she was persuading them, just trying to appeal to them in a way. I see what you're going. I I think it would have been too much. I I, I just think it's a bit much for for the character for for now. But, you know, is what it is. It's just kind of hard to really show any force sensitivity seeing as how we don't see it in A New Hope at all. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah, for sure. At that point, the way that you look at it is her powers haven't really been unlocked yet, so why would you ever see anything as a child? Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, um, well, let's, uh, let's go ahead and get into our episode here on the Disney Plus. So we We actually have some visible damage from the burn, which I was kind of happy to see. Yeah, even though it was super unrealistic. Yeah, it just doesn't make a whole lot of sense for him not to have had more burnt hair. Right. Right. Just his arm. His hair's fine. Anybody who's ever been close to fire and have been singed at all. Well, yeah, I mean, just knows that like (laughs) hair is easily burnable. You don't even have to really touch the flame. Um, so yeah, kind of gross. We get him in a back to tank and, uh, interesting bit of story here where we have Obi-Wan in Bacta and then we're also showing Anakin mm-hmm. in Bacta as well, you know, still in the tank. And that actually was another thing I saw people kind of going on about is why is Anakin 10 years after still in Bacta? Well, it's like he was really badly burned, dude. I mean, he was Bacta isn't a perfect cure-all instantaneously yeah. you still see boba fett in bacta for months after his ordeal and he was just in the sun for too long well <laughs> he, he he got stomach acided oh boy yeah, there's some rain Woo, getting rained on over here man yeah, i wonder if you can hear it from my side it, it is picking up a little bit <laughs> it's all good just just a little rain i i <clears throat> i doubt that they can i doubt that they can hear it but anyway um, and I won't cut it out e- either because I don't want to, um, give it, give you some ASMR rain. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. yeah you Fall like, asleep during the podcast. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You like that. Yeah. You like that Kenobi. Um, <laughs> so anyway, we get, <clears throat> we get Kenobi and Bacta. We have sort of this back and forth between, you know, he and Anakin both showing them sort of at, at a similar stage here of, you know, kind of regeneration, and um, I think that uh, I, I just have it up. Uh, I was trying to throw on the the old the good old uh, subtitles here. Did we have? Uh, did we have? Oh yeah, we did have exposition as well, didn't we? Um, so yeah, some yeah, ver- various bit. Vader breathing and stuff like that. Uh, the years have made you weak, you know, you are what you've made me, that sort of thing. And I, I kind of wondered a little bit about this. Do you think it's like a, a thing where they're, um, maybe like feeling each other through the force a little bit? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would say so. Um, Kenobi clearly is not completely cut off from the force anymore like he was prior. So it would make sense that they'd be able to sense each other, especially seeing as how they probably aren't that far away from each other yet. Um, I do like the dichotomy of it. Like, obviously, Obi-Wan's going to heal much easier than Vader. You know, being uh, still a light side user, typically they heal a little quicker through the Force. So I, I thought this whole uh, scene was pretty well done. I thought it was kind of cool. And it kind of it 
drives home his PTSD even more, even to where he like has a panic attack in the Bacta. Mm-hmm. Whether or not that was just from being in the confined space in the Bacta or sensing Vader is the only question. Yeah, uh, yeah, very true, and, and kind of an interesting thought, but I, I mean, I don't even know if he was lucid enough to understand that he was being put into Bacta either, so waking right. up in a liquid state would probably be like, <laughs> oh, I'm drowning, uh, the water, <laughs> you yeah. know? I, I, that Bacta would be pretty shocking, like if, honestly, If right? it has like a, a soothing effect on you as you're in it, like as it's healing you, or if it's just literally like water. Yeah, and, and it, I don't I don't know about you, but it kind of looked a bit more like a little bit more viscous water, maybe not yeah. not really like thick water, but at least a little bit more viscous than water. Yeah, they probably just didn't want to take the time to recreate Bacta. I'd imagine not that we have a well a ton of description of Bacta. Yeah, I was about to say, do we <laughs> do we have a, well, an accurate description of I Bacta? I don't think Star Wars wants to go down the rabbit hole of explaining its miracle water. So <laughs> it's just a tub full of aloe vera. It's fine. <laughs> you know, the sad thing is that's always what I've in, kind of pictured it as mm-hmm. just a really thin aloe vera that you're so dead. Well, anyway, uh, as we move along, you know, Tala is here watching over him, and um, we're back. We're, we're on Jabim, which is kind Jabim. of like our little network hideout planet. And uh, yeah, Kenobi wakes up, and then we shift focus to Leia, who is in captivity. Uh, she mm-hmm. she was not able to escape. No. <laughs> she didn't escape, dude. <laughs> she did not run fast enough. No, she did not anime run enough. <laughs> oh my god. No, she didn't. Um, I, it's funny you mentioned anime. I just, uh, I stumbled back upon, uh, was it, De- I think it's Death Battle. You ever watch those on YouTube? Yeah. So yeah. I, I watched Wasn't the one. Wasn't that, uh, was it Spike TV or MTV that was on? Oh, I don't know if that was actually, no, 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 no. Not Celebrity Death Match. This is like a. a oh, like an, I'm sorry. No, it's like I'm an sorry. animated YouTube series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, they, they did, uh, you were talking about anime. They did One pe- one Punch Man versus The Mask. Like Jim Carrey's The Mask. <laughs> really? Yeah, The Mask won. How? Because he's cartoon. He's cartoon strength, basically. One Punch Man has a ceiling. The Mask is cartoon strength. So anyway, it was. I didn't believe that one. But <laughs> anyway. So just an, your anime One Punch Man, he just he he couldn't he didn't defeat the mask in one punch. So there you go. There, well, there you go. There you go. You big, Maybe it would have taken two. You big. Nerd. You never know. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Back in. So uh, you know, shift shift focus pretty quick. We show Leia, and then we come back to Jabim. Um, I don't and remember. Totally not Saul Guerrero, even though I thought maybe it potentially was Saul Guerrero. I mean, that would be <laughs> that would be neat. It's totally not, but it would be kind of cool if they did. Um, yeah. I thought it was funny. He calls him uh, General Kenobi, yeah. and um, makes you wonder if they've crossed paths before. Well, uh, yeah, maybe. I, I think it, I think in a bigger scale, it's it's just the fact that you know Obi Wan is just well known. Right. You know, he's, he's definitely like a well-known person here. And, um, you know, as, as we look at it, it, it's just kind of like maybe a bit of a sign of respect 
perhaps. And I would also say this, this guy clearly had some connection to the military to think of him as a general though. Right. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Not to mention also potentially a tie to the uh, Jedi order because we kind of get a reference that his wife was force sensitive. Yeah. Which is, um, mm, mm -hmm. little, uh, little interesting, right? Yeah. 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 We actually get a character later on that you kind of, well, there's a few that you see. It's like, well, I wonder if this was the person she was, he was talking about, you know? Yeah. You know, I, I'm not quite sure what I feel about that because it, it's clear that she was more than a force sensitive person right. who just wasn't found. It seemed like she might've been like a Jedi perhaps, which and, I don't get why he wouldn't just outright say that to Kenobi. Yeah, and it's tough because it, it, are they trying to set up that, you know, she was just a force sensitive, but not actually a Jedi or something, something, something. But the thing that I, I kind of think about here is we are dealing with 10 years later, so we don't really know how long they were together. So it could have been a renegade Jedi, could have sure. been a like an older Padawan who, you know, or whatever, or just a, I don't know. It's, it's hard to tell, but I do remember something somewhere and it was probably BS mind you about, you know, like one of the writers or something, not knowing about some odd Vader connection. Right. And it does kind of mm -hmm. make you wonder a little bit about like, are they storyboarding with people who know this story? Like, do we have story group in here kind of like pointing direction or whatever? Because I feel like that reference just seems a little bit off to me. It, yeah. It's super small, but it just feels a little off. I had kind of wondered if they had set it up as a potential reference to Reva based on age and everything. It's like maybe, just maybe, she was married for like a year and I, then no, the Empire that. took her in and she just left or something like that with how vague they made it. I don't know. I don't, I it don't just think seemed so. Odd. Yeah. I, I think, I think he's a little older than that. I mean, I, the only other, I mean, potential, um, who is our, who is our female Jedi in, uh, fallen order? Uh, June. She was also, um, she was also in the, uh, in the comics as well. I am so, uh, Siri Junda. Junda. I, I yeah. kind of thought about her a little bit, uh, there maybe, I don't know. Ages are funny, but regardless, let's, let's kind of move on here a little bit. Um, Kenobi does sort of, uh, ask for help and very quickly, <laughs> quicker than you would think the guy's like, okay, I'll help you. Yeah. I'll never help you again. Okay, I'll help. It's fine. You're right. You do know what the Empire's like. I'll help you. Yeah, we both know. We're, we're brothers in arms here. You, um, know, you know. You know, my guy. <laughs> Another interesting thing here, we do see Kenobi kind of trying to move something on the ground with the Force. And he's not... Not doing well. Yeah. And it, I, that furthers our conversation from last week where it seems like he very clearly did... Um, cut himself off from the force. He hasn't been yeah. using it. So interesting stuff. Um, 
But we do have a mission that was actually in the descriptor. Kenobi's doing a mission. Uh, we're going to go save, save Leia. And uh, Tala's going to pose as, a, as her, well, who she is. She is a, an Imperial officer, after all. And Kenobi's going to sneaky snake his way in to the, to the tower in the water. And it'll be really cool and totally nothing will go wrong, right? Now it's just getting to the point where after Order 66, like, yeah, in his spare time, Kenobi like hanging around and sneaking around Imperial stations and ships. He is a a sneaky guy. Like, he's (laughs) he is a sneaky dude. All right. You know, he's got to practice his sneaking for later on when he's sneaking around the Death Star. I wonder if we'll get like a goofy little nod to the grievous hello there where he tries to get the jump on somebody doesn't like land with the force jump properly and kind of hurts himself. He's like, Oh, 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 I gotta stop doing that. I think he'll start coming into his own a little bit here as he, as he continues to use more of the force or, you know, connect with the force again. But anyway, as we move along here, we do have Reva interrogating, uh, Leia and, uh, you know, she's not really doing anything super convincing here. If we're being honest, she she's kind of like trying to use certain things like, hey, Kenobi's dead. He was burned alive. His friends didn't help him. The friends you're trying to protect, you know, you need to tell me. But, you know, little little Leia here, you know, she constantly kind of is stealing herself away and, you know, being extremely brave for a little 10 year old girl. Um, And you know what? Something people have to start remembering that this is like a little tiny 10 year old girl. Okay. Like as in the actor. (laughs) Well, I'm not even talking about that. I'm just talking about Leia. Like as grown up as you think Leia was at all times, she's still a kid. Yeah. I mean, even in a new hope, she was pretty much a teenager still. She's always been ever time. (laughs) Don't make anything creepy now. (laughs) Well, no, I'm just saying like she's, she deals with a lot at very young ages. No, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, she's obviously very mature, but she's still 10. And um, I, I don't know. I don't know if the complaints about little Leia are like, you know, I, I just, I don't really know. But the portrayal, I, I think, has been really, really great. So anyway, holding her own uh, sort of with Reva here. I do like the little part where her little ladybug droid goes to try and like attack Reva. It's like, what, what are you doing? Yeah. Like, what, what, what? You got to get out your little saw and turn into a little murder droid. It's like Leia in her free time's like, I'm going to teach you about murder. <laughs> if somebody ever tries to interrogate me, you take that saw and you plant it inside of their cortex. But this is for trimming branches. Cortex. Cortex. I want you to go for the medulla oblongata. That's a very old reference. Anyway. <laughs> um, so while that's sort of going on, Tala is uh, infiltrating the base. and Kind she's, of comically. Well, it's... it's. We just have a security guard. It's like, sorry, my job as emperor, emperor security is to make sure... People are in the right spots, and you're not supposed to be here, even though you have clearance. It, it is kind of funny when you think about it, though, like how how feared officers can be. Because I think she's only a lieutenant, but 
to think about it like the hierarchy, um, you know, this guy, he's a security guy. He's, you know, he's got what, what was it? Only three blue pieces <laughs> on his uniform, whatever that means. And she's got three blue and a red or whatever the heck or three red and a blue. I don't know. I don't know what the, I never actually looked into that. We need to look into that one day. Yeah. But he's clearly beneath her, but there's almost like a fear of what she could do being that she is a superior, like how crazy that is hierarchical, you know, it's crazy. Yeah. I just thought it was kind of comical. Like he's doing his job and then she just reminds him of what he just read, which is what her rank is. (laughs) He's like, Oh, you're right. I didn't think about that. Even though I just read your rank, I should shut up now. (laughs) I didn't think about your rank as I was reading off your rank, your, your rank rod over here. Rank rod. Oh boy. So as you know, she sits down, this, this was a little hokey to me. So she sits down at a station and she's like using her calm to speak to Kenobi while like four feet away from somebody. (laughs) Yeah. People are literally around her. There's even a part where like one of the supervisors or whatever comes to like try and talk to her. And she, we've had a complaint that you're talking too loud in the library, man. Yeah. Well, I don't know if she kills him or just incapacitates him, but he's just like in the back. He's not even like hidden. Like anybody could just get up and be like, oh my God, there's a dead man back here. (laughs) It's not very clandestine. I'm just saying. No. And then we do get like the the cutest little shark thing ever with his little goofy snail eyes. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And we get a, a Phantom Menace-esque swim scene for just a second. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, you had the the breather and everything and, you know, some underwater aquatic creatures. Yeah. Those are always fun. Uh, Oh, yeah, by the way, um, you know, Leia's getting the force used on her to make her talk. So that's that's happening, and she's resisting that. So... Do we we understand, like we being Reva, like understand that she's force sensitive at this point. Cause this is my only problem with this interrogation. It's like, she's resisting you mm-hmm. as a force user. And you're not even commenting on the fact, just saying like, you're strong. It's like, no, she's not strong. She's a yep. prodigy in the force. Well, and th- this, is, this is something that like when Ray was being interrogated and everything, they, they pretty much instantly knew Ray was strong in the force. Right. Right. I don't personally think that that this, this whole Leia being captured and interrogated was the best idea because it, yeah, she's obviously an in Canon force sensitive and she's obviously and in Canon used it and honed her skills with Luke in Canon, not any, like hokey book or something in the EU or, you know, it's, it's, it's in Canon. So the fact that Reva cannot feel the force within her either means she is incredibly stupid, not terribly bright, or she might not be the bad, bad person that we think she is, or they're just not good at producing plot being the writers. So I don't know. I don't know which one is which. 
but it is a that that is that's not nitpicky. I actually think that that might be a hole here that I'm not yeah. quite sure about. This this is actually the first hole I think that we found made from this show. You know, I, obviously we had already kind of talked about the Inquisitor thing, which ironically, one of the writers had to post comments finally about oh. it. It's like, well, I haven't actually messed up any canon. Yeah. Like literally saying, I haven't killed him. <laughs> yeah, I, I had forgotten about that. I wanted to bring that up too. So th- that still continues to be a debated thing. It's like, you do realize that just being stabbed doesn't mean you're dead, right? Maul was right. literally cut in half. Cut like, in half, yeah. People, people well, survive. Anakin. Yeah, Anakin dealt with a lot worse than a stab wound. Damn, yeah, yeah, bruh, yeah. And again, you don't bleed out. Mm-mm. It's instantly it's cauterized. cauterized. So yeah, so I, I mean that. I don't know. People, I think people just like to complain now. I almost kind of wish we. I I do and I don't, but I almost think that it would be nice if we just let the story unfold. No. <laughs> Stop producing content for like a year. Mm. Just hard stop. Just so people understand what they're what they're missing and what they're getting now isn't bad. They just need to stop being so hyper ridiculous about it all. Like right. folks accept all the BS and Marvel that that runs counter to canon and so forth with just a smile and a nod mainly because they didn't really read comics and I can't claim to have either. But within Star Wars, man, boy, there are some people that would just complain every single day. And then if you even, if you even support it, you still might be critical of things. Cause I, I think we've been critical about certain things. We've been realistic about a lot of things, but even if you're, if you're, even halfway or a quarter way or an eighth of a way supporting Disney right now, there are people out there that are like, well, you're not a real fan because you're just, you're just drinking Disney's Kool-Aid and you suck Mm -hmm. and, and you don't understand, man. I've been in the game, you know, since I was a child, you know, you just, you think that the rebellion's new. It's like, shut up, man. Right. (laughs) Well, it's like, and obviously it's clickbaity stuff, but like you see YouTube videos that, do reviews on these and the titles like is this the best thing star wars has ever made or the worst yeah and stuff yeah. like that it's and like apparently there's still a debate whether or not this is the grand inquisitor from rebels yes yeah which and just boggles my mind it's like <laughs> well think about that though there could be more of the same race that could ascend to grand inquisitor grand inquisitor though so that very true. I mean, I'm not saying that's not possible, but like, yeah. clearly, I think, based on the comments of the writer, I mean, the, the writer even said, we all really appreciate what was done in Rebels and we're fans. We would never want to break canon yeah. or take that away. Yeah, exactly. So I, I anyway, anyway, we, we, we probably should move on from, from that a little bit. That, that just got a little complainy, I ranty. would say. A little, yeah, a little ranty. So we do have Kenobi kind of doing his best, uh, you know, spy routine, taking out a couple of um, couple of stormtroopers that are, you know, randomly guarding. We kind of got a deep blue sea thing here, sort of, you know, just that little little hole in the hole in the the, the floor with water, and we throw the stormtrooper yeah. in it. It would have been sweet if a giant shark like came up there, right. <laughs> <laughs> we are going to get through <laughs> poor Sam, <laughs> Sam Jackson. 
Oh boy, deep blue sea. Um, but yeah, oh, uh, we had okay. So I think we said Leia resisting uh, force interrogation. Uh, you know, interrogation we had, not really getting better throughout the scene. Truthfully, from there, yeah, they could have written that a little better. If I'm being honest, it was just it wasn't it wasn't bad, but it just wasn't very interesting. I guess. Eventually, we move to effectively a torture chamber uh, as well that doesn't really get to be used. Which I'm glad. I'm glad they didn't yes. push that. To be honest, because like there is a, a more of a sensitivity when you're dealing with children. And honestly, this is this is. This is traumatic enough when you're in this, you know, room and you have her strapped to this rack thing. It's right. It's it's pretty wild. But we do need to talk about the the sort of amber room. I'm calling this the amber room. <laughs> not the corpse hall, like everyone else is. <laughs> no, not the corpse hall. It's the amber room. Um and I, I I guess he does say that this is a tomb, so these these are all presumably dead. Right. Maybe. Um, I have some ideas about it. Um, but yeah, go, go ahead. I mean, no, 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 you're, you're, your... you're, you're good. There, there's, there's, there's nothing much here. I mean, we, we have a, a couple here. Uh, Tira Sanub. Yep, yep. Or oh. Sanube. I can't remember how you pronounce it, but. Uh, good question. Eh. A Sanube, I right. think, I think is, is Sanube. correct. Yeah. Um, yeah. we have a youngling with, with their little helmet, their little <laughs> Padawan helmets. Yeah, that was kind of sad. <laughs> it was. But it kind of brings up the, you know, a lot of people are talking. It's like, well, are these just trophies? Did people kill them? It's like, well, the, I, I would argue that that Padawan isn't dead. And not to be morbid, but like he's clearly not cut up by Anakin, so I would say he's potentially just in kind of a form of stasis. It's possible that these could be live Jedi. Yeah, don't really know, but also you know, think about the theory where Reva might have been one of those Padawans from mm-hmm. you know the beginning. Like it was this maybe one of her little Padawan buddies she escaped with right. or something like that. Uh, right. keep, keeping them, keeping them alive, kind of. But uh, I mean, technically, th- this is also kind of like, I, I suppose, sort of hearkening to rebels when we had Luminara yeah. uh, in that that yep. whole trap, you know. And clearly, <laughs> she was dead. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna assume they're probably dead, and this is basically like the Inquisitors, yeah, the Inquisitors trophy, trophy room. Home. Yeah. Effectively, now, which of is course, there's also gross. potential of this being used for uh, Palpatine's genetic experiments, mm. cloning, things of that nature. Maybe potentially some genes are being spliced here to create Snoke and whatnot. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. There could be something with his actual cloning process as well. Hard to say. Yeah, hard to say. Uh, certainly, certainly, certainly could be. Certainly yeah. could be, but uh, so sort of as we are strapping Leia in, we have Kenobi's like, ah, you gotta gotta create a distraction. So Tala, um, effectively summons Riva to expose herself as a spy, but for the Empire. Uh, yeah, I infiltrated their cell. They're 
they're on this planet. Are you lying to me? You, yeah, I, I love think how you're lying she, to me. I love how she brings up the whole thing. It's like, I was told it cannot wait. Okay, this message is totally for me. I'm just kidding. This isn't higher up. This isn't from Vader. Yeah, yeah. I got to tell you some stuff. It, I actually kind of like this scene here. Um, yeah. I, I think uh, our, our our actress who's playing Tala, and I, I'm sorry, I forgot her name. I just remember her as uh, as a sand. It <laughs> is Indira Varma. There we go. I think she did a really good job here. I, I liked her little sass. And she's like, well, yeah, clearly I'm a spy. Right. <laughs> it was just, you know, it was, it was good. You know, R- Reva is, is, um, Moses Ingram is just playing angry. You know, she, mm-hmm. she's got effectively one emotion throughout most of this and it's angry. We did get to see potentially a little bit of sadness though, too, earlier with Leia, where she's like, well, I've lost everything too. trying right. to sort yeah, of mentioning that she had a droid yeah. once as well. And, uh, it almost seemed like we were setting up for a potential connection mm-hmm, between maybe. Leia and Reva, which I thought would have been kind of cool. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. But anyway, so, so Tala's doing her thing, and then Obi-Wan comes in here. And, and this uh, is what I was referencing earlier. Well, pa- yeah, power, <laughs> power goes out, and Kenobi takes out two guards. And uh, The I, fashion I, in which he does it is cool. It's just the effects for it. It's the sparks, yeah, the, isn't it? He's not hitting. I mean, I guess yes. Stormtrooper armor is made of metal. It's not fiberglass like we all or build our little. <laughs> that or would be funny if it was. It? Who knows? But like too many sparks, man. Too many sparks. The lightsaber is way too in your face. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, I, I may, call me a purist, but like I'm okay with just lightsaber slash tiny little glow flare, and there's a singe mark in you, and that's it. No like big spectacle, no show, no sparky sparky. I'm good with simple, you know. Yeah, I feel like they had that all kind of perfected in like Revenge of the Sith. I don't get why they can't just keep going like that. I, I'm. I mean, I, I'm kind of with you here. I I mentioned the spark stuff. Um, I mentioned that. Well, in last week's episode, when we had our Obi Wan Vader fight, and there, there Could you is. Imagine if there is that many sparks put into the Mustafar battle. <laughs> How overwhelming that would be. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I I actually was just kind of bringing up. Uh, well, the uh, the throne room fight with Ray and Kylo, mm. and uh, because that was actually a very cool fight scene, I think it was for two people who weren't crazy well versed in in lightsaber combat. No offense, but like it's not Revenge of the Sith. There were definitely some sparks going on in here, but it's th- there's so much more texture on the sabers, and when you when you see them cut into somebody. It looks, um, it just looks better. And it seemed like the majority of the blows from Kenobi were like almost like glancing blows, mm-hmm. so to speak. And I don't well, know. There's even one where like you can see the saber bouncing off of his chest. Yes. Yeah. And that was terrible. 
I hated that so much. Yeah. I, I, yeah. If anything, I think you get your, you get your, um, your producers at the end, your, your folks in, uh, you know, in it or whatever. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to think of what the proper word would be. Your post-production people to go in here and add some just better textures. That that's all I'm asking mm-hmm. for. I don't need decapitations. I don't need blood. I don't need anything crazy, but like, I need, I, I need a better texture on these sabers, and I, I think we just need to get away from this idea of all this this stupid sparking, because it just oh doesn't. Oh my god! I'm just, I'm watching the hallway fight right now, and like, we don't have sparking, but the glow is like obnoxious. Yeah, the the, the the and again, like I I don't, I I think that the hallway fighting was actually pretty good. I, I like the blocking and like even as he's going along, he's like even getting better. Like he's he's yeah. becoming more yeah. in tune with it. So yep. he's able to block things and redirect them at people as opposed to uh, you know, just into a wall. So he Which we kinda have a janky, almost barbaric way of deflecting with this. He like <laughs> it's like literally hitting a baseball or something half the time when he deflects something. It's it's weird. Uh, I don't necessarily don't like it. I mean I don't think it's bad, but it just kind of shows his rust, you know? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't really have uh, as big a problem with that because, like, there's even a couple, like, where he spins and, you know, kind of, like, yeah, gets one from yeah. behind. But that that is kind of the thing, like, I mean, you remember in um, in uh, Attack of the Clones where, like, uh, we're in the arena and Mace Windu does that sort of, like, backhanded kind of yeah. swat thing. Yeah. Like, I think a lot of it is kind of that, but you, you can sort of feel where I, I think things are just heavier for Kenobi. Like, everything's just heavier for him. He's not, right. he's just not all the way back. He's like not his, comfortable. Yeah, his yeah. muscle memory is not there. And again, this is, and we talked, well, we talked about it last week, so I don't want to go too far into it. But the whole thing about like just instantly picking up a saber and just being proficient, I don't, that's actually something that I'm liking less about the sequels um, because yeah. we're, we're, we're being shown here where like Kenobi still has the skill to do what he's doing. Yeah. He's actually defending himself from quite a few, especially compared to like <laughs> barely being able to move yeah. something an hour before <laughs> now he's deflecting all these blast back proficiency. Yeah. And I'll, t- I'll tell you what proficiently that first block of like whatever, seven or eight, if you were angry about Kenobi not being like OP Kenobi, there were people, there were Jedi during Order sixty six that couldn't peak, stand peak up against Jedi. Yeah, that couldn't like stand up peak. against like <laughs> two to three clone troopers. Kenobi's over here taking multiple blasts from multiple angles and just wrecking. Uh, right. We had the we had the they're not quite Viper droids, but we have these security droids. We have stormtroopers. We have an officer at one point. So he is seeing everything around him, and he is, you know, as proficiently as his body will allow him to do at this time of his life, taking out a hallway full of people. Right. I always like to use like Kiati Mundi as the perfect example because I always thought he had the lamest death scene. In Revenge of the Sith, just simply because there weren't that many clone troopers attacking him. Yeah. Like, this, 
iteration of Obi-Wan would have handled it so easily compared to him, and he is on the Council Jedi Master, so... (laughs) Yeah, don't tell me he's weak. Well, I'm like, you know, it's like Yoda's like, I'll go deal with Palpatine. It's like, no, 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 no. I'll deal with that. You just go like, you, you go hang out with Anakin, okay? Right. I'll deal with the Sith. I'll deal with the big boss. Right. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I think that the only... It, it, we, need, we need to carve out time to have a well thought out discussion about the, the true fall of the Jedi order, not order 66, but even before that. But I'll tell you what, I think that there were two Jedi maybe even three that did not lose themselves towards the end. One of them, Mm -hmm. uh, let me, let me slightly retract and say not lose themselves, but didn't lose their ability. One of them who didn't lose his ability but lost himself was Mace Windu. Mm-hmm. Mace Windu absolutely never lost his ability, and I think that that's more because of his fighting form. Mm-hmm. The other one kind of hard to lose when you're just channeling, yeah, the, the side that's essentially winning. Right yeah, now. yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No doubt, no doubt, no doubt. The other one, Obi Wan Kenobi, one hundred percent, never lost himself, never lost his ability. Up until, you know, the end of the Republic, I would also say, and we've heard the name, but you could also potentially even throw in like Quinlan Voss too. Yeah. I'm just going to throw that out there. I think he was a little bit more of a, you know, in the gray side of things. Yeah. Obviously he kind of had some, (laughs) some bad moments as well, but yeah, 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 he definitely was outstanding in that way. You could also say Ahsoka to an extent. Oh, uh, yes, yes. But that kind of goes without saying. Yeah, that, no, that that's a hundred percent true. Yeah, uh, uh, for sure, Ahsoka. But even like Quinlan had to kind of lose himself and then find himself. Yeah. Anyway, we could do more about Quinlan. We 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 should probably we do should. that book. Um, Shayasage Ventress and Quinlan. Book. Yeah, yeah, we'll we'll talk about that at a later time. So let, yeah, let's yeah. let's continue with the episode because we're we're still in a hallway. Uh, one of the deflected blaster shots hits uh, one of our windows. Kenobi oh, is holding in the force of water with the force. <laughs> totally didn't realize that we were underwater up until this scene, though, yeah. by the way. I thought we were <laughs> oh, still <God>. up. <laughs> so the impressive thing about this is water's it's, it's, heavy. It's OP. Again, it is OP. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and like anybody who, who maybe like poo-poos this scene probably doesn't understand water. Yeah. You are under the fact he is still fighting. Yes. Whilst holding back the yeah. water, he is deflecting shots from a death trooper. <laughs> yeah. Th- this, this is, this is definitely on another kind of level because you, you have this full force of water, which does what it wants. Water is one of the natural elements that will do whatever the hell it wants to do. And all of that pressure you're not just holding back a little bit. That's a lot of pressure. And there I don't know how far they are underwater. Pressure goes up and everything. But either way, that's a lot of weight. Yeah. Even like a foot underwater is still an extreme amount of weight. Exactly. Rushing well, in. Well, that's why they say if you are in like a car accident, like there's water around you, technically you're supposed to wait to try and open the doors until effectively the water kind of hits an equilibrium point. Because right. of all the force on the doors. They did that on Mythbusters. Uh, like, if you can't break the window, 
wait for the thing to fill up a little bit and then go for the door so it, you have an easier time to push it out. You have that counterbalance of pressure. Right. Which is terribly scary, but it, it has actually <laughs> saved people to, to know that. Or just well, put it's a, like essentially thinking to not react when a bear's on top correct. of you kind of thing. It's like, yeah. we know it's a thing, but will we actually practice it in the moment? So the moral of the story is always have a glass-breaking tool in your car. Yes. <laughs> and a, with which a seatbelt cutter. Seatbelt cutter. My, wa- my wife has a combo deal. It's a flashlight cutter and the braking tool. I really should yep. have one as well. You should. Every, <laughs> yeah, it, 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 it's, it's important. Uh, it, it's only not important until you need it. So right. anyway, back to the episode. So Kenobi's holding back the water. He eventually and then he does something even more amazing than holding it back. Oh. He redirects the entire ocean. <laughs> I was I was so I, I was like I got giddy about that because I was yeah. like, oh my god, he's going to redirect water. Like well, he, this is like he's gonna e, this is EU Luke. Yeah, this oh, is. Yeah. This is freaking yeah. amazing stuff right here. Because like, think about it. You're not just redirecting the water directly pushing at that glass, you're then redirecting all the water that is trying to fill that void. Yeah. <laughs> and forcing it all. You're you're essentially creating like a pressure zone around the window and then just sloping it towards the other one, causing yeah. them to break. It's it's ridiculous. It was it was so cool. I, I love that so much. That scene I don't care if the episode sucked. Compl- would have completely redeemed this entire thing for me just because it was so it was so good. Oh my god, that rain is getting bad. <laughs> it, it stopped raining here, so you know, just hit the deck, man. It was it was actually pretty bad. Like you know, maybe 10, 15 minutes ago, it was just pouring all over the place. Like, oh crap, need to clean the gutters apparently. Um, so anyway, let's get into. We're getting a lot of meta in this episode. A lot of like. Yeah real life stuff it's like some of the people at home are like i i well i hope i hope uh nobody's like well i wonder if they had a tornado well we posted the episode so it should be fine <laughs> if you never well, hear that this only episode, means that you're okay <laughs> yeah, doesn't exactly. mean i'm okay <laughs> i'll have a little uh little taps playing at the beginning <laughs> and he was and he was swifted away he rode the tornado <laughs> he was just able to save his family and upload the video, he could not save himself. <laughs> he couldn't save himself. <laughs> that's, that's hilarious. Like, get out of here. Save yourself. I have to upload the episode. <laughs> oh, the Wi-Fi just went down. I'm screwed now. No. There's no way I'm surviving. <laughs> All right. Come on. Let's, let's get the last little bit out here. So we have the, the kind of silly coming back where... Oh my god, I hated this. It's it's <laughs> so it's just kind of funny because look, it's funny. I don't know how how, how one stormtrooper notices this. Well, you have a dude with a giant trench coat with clearly other legs and a beard. Like none of these officers have beards. It's it's so odd. And or they the even long hair. <laughs> yeah, they even pass two inquisitors. They they pass yeah. fifth brother and then like unnamed other sister, which I still don't. I, maybe we should. Seven. Seventh sister? She's she's a sister. But, um, yeah, so we get this kind of kooky thing. It's like, we're almost free. Traitor! But we do go from kooky to just freaking awesome with the 
spot. The snow speeders. T-47s, dude. T-47s. That snow speeders finally got some limelight here. They they have been so underutilized in Star Wars. It is my favorite ship in Star Wars. It's so awesome. They're not, they're not good. They're not good. And to be honest, like I'm, I was kind of a little curious here. It's like, are we trying to say we put hyperdrive on airspeeders? <laughs> right. No, they didn't. They they had to dock later. But it's like, look, I love these ships. When I watched Empire, I don't know what it was about them. I just thought they were cool as hell. I kind of wish that one of them would have been able to use a grappling gun just like for some reason. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. It just would have been cool. But we have two, two of these uh, T-47s just, uh, you know, blasting away at the troopers. It was a, a great save moment. Um, and God, they look so small. It's hilarious how small they look. Oh, uh, at celebration, somebody had one that they made and I was like, I want to sit in it. (laughs) It wasn't open for sitting and it was so cool to get, to get up close to one. Anyway, speaking of sitting in them, are we just going to brush over the fact that they're all fitting in the back of one? My dude, look. Come no. on, we all know how. Oh my God, I'm drawing a blank on his name. Luke's co-pilot. Uh, no one cares. He's dead. Very, very dead. But <laughs> we all know that he took up that entire I space. <laughs> yeah, that's that's one of those lap on lap situations. You know, it's like, yeah. hey, Obi, is is that a roll of quarters? You just happy to see me? It's like, what's quarters? <laughs> <laughs> I have a roll of credits in my pants. That's that's terrible. my lightsaber. That's my lightsaber. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's right. Celibate Jedi monk. Got it. Um, no. So yeah, th- that's a little bit, you know, whatever. Suspend disbelief, but it is funny. And I just feel like it's it's one of those moments like they had to sacrifice one of the two snow speeders, so they just it's like oh, we just got to fit them all in one. It's yeah, gonna happen. We got to destroy one. Which they actually the destruction effects for that snow speeder were pretty good. I would say so. Now, only one thing, and this is super duper nitpicky, so don't put much credence in it. But we had one of the the speeders um, facing down Riva. She's deflecting all the bolts, and then we kind of have a bit of a pause, and then we change camera angles, and it looks like she's going for another deflection. Like it was just bad editing. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like, well, it's almost like they had different ways that they decided to destroy the speeder, and one of them was potentially like could be deflecting a bolt back at the pilot or something. Maybe yeah. that's actually what I thought that they were going to do. But regardless, it you know, there's been a lot of criticism with Riva, and I think it, we've already talked about this. I, I think it's bunk. I don't think there's really any big deal with Riva. I, I think she could be interesting. I just hope they do more with her. But like it's it's just those little things that give idiots ammunition when you have yeah. these kind of like lazy portrayals. It's like putting a Starbucks cup in Game of Thrones, <laughs> like the biggest show going. You have this show that there is so many eyes on and you do this jerky, herky jerky kind of thing with a character that people aren't either all connecting to or just being relentlessly stupid towards do better editing, okay? Mm-hmm. And that, that's a theme. The sabers, the people. Like, do better editing. And we've talked about this before, too. Personally, like ILM, right? ILM, greatest in the world, you know, so many years. Dude, Disney, Lucasfilms, whoever's doing this, 
behind the scenes, y'all at the end of these shows and movies need to get better. Mm-hmm. Like y'all need to get better. <clears throat> yeah, kind of adding to that whole gripe. Even like our scene following that with Vader, that choke scene was kind of weird. Uh, yeah, yeah. I did not like the ch- like. She looks like she is laying on some kind of medical bed that's tilted up, and then they just CGI'd it out or something. Like her legs are too rigid; they're bent outward, and it's not like one of those. Vader's just got control of your entire body things. It it, it is it was just a really weird, rigid, awkward scene. It it, it yeah, it, it it kind of is. I mean, you can you can kind of downplay that a little bit, but yeah, she's sort of cocked back, knees are slightly bent. It, it's it it does it seems like a weird harnessing system. It's like you would think almost that like they would just be straight up and down type of deal. But anyway, yeah, I I see. However, Reva put on a tracking device, and we're we're assuming it's on the little bot, which was like yeah. kind of I don't know. That's kind of like you really thought of that. I uh, honestly, personally, and it it's kind of messed up. I hate to say it, but I feel like the direction they were going and the direction they sh- probably should have gone was they implanted something in Leia. As a mm. tracker. That's originally that what I room. thought, too, yeah. That's kind of what I got the vibe from that machine that she was strapped to. I don't know. I feel like that would have made more sense, because, like, well, what if the droid, like, gets destroyed along the way, or is lost, or yeah. for some reason it's just not around? I would... Obi-Wan isn't go follow around the droid. Obi-Wan's following around Leia. Yeah, for sure. And the droid's already been lost multiple times, so, like... Yeah. Well, I don't know. We'll see how it all goes. I will say this. I do like the aggressiveness of Vader. Yes. I do like instantly walking in the room, doing the choke, putting her down, but then reminding her as he steps, like, directly up to her. <laughs> like, probably stepped on her feet yeah. doing it. <laughs> it's like, are you certainly this is, like, gonna happen? Like, you do realize that, like, you're, you're like, seconds away from me just, you know, choking you. Like, again, right? Harder. <laughs> harder, 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 Oh, what, what? No, it's only fun if you don't like it. Stop ruining it. <laughs> Look, I want to transition to one thing here that was like, I don't know, dude. It was the sweetest, like, little heart pinchy moment I know. here. I know. And if anybody gives us this particular scene crap, you can suck it. I don't care. You're not a good person. I don't care You're what you think. You're not a good Star Wars fan or person. <laughs> like, I'm going to just take a page out of, like, you know, that intolerant side of things. I don't care what you think in this. But when, right. <laughs> when Leia puts her little tiny hand on Kenobi's bigger hand, it was like the cutest thing ever. It was. It was super cute. She obviously trusts him. I know that there are people like, well, how could she know Ben? She didn't know anything about him. Like, new hope, new hope. It breaks things. I don't think it does. It's just I such a cute thing. I don't think that does that at all. I think it is. Personally, I think that strike, strength. Bleh, I can't talk right now. It strengthens a couple of specific scenes. Specifically, help me, Obi-Wan Kenobi. You're my only hope. Yeah. That's her little... That's little Leia's hero. 
I mean, it makes sense now why she chooses to ask for his help. Yeah. And, and Not I, I just think because of the behest of Vale. Yeah. Because she knows she can count on him. Yeah. I like it. <laughs> yeah. The, the only the only thing that it, it kind of, you know, I don't want to say it breaks, but it just kind of makes a little bit glaring is sort of like Obi-Wan's reaction, you know, to seeing mm-hmm. the message in A New Hope. Yeah. But with that being said, he does basically get up and go. So I, I think it's right. it, it's super nitpicky, but like I love... I love the whole thing, you know, when we were on Mole Man's little truck deal. I, I just, I like their interactions. I'm, I'm glad that this is, that this has been really well done. The, the actress who's playing Little Leia here has done an amazing job. And, but like I said, when that little hand came down, I was like, oh man, you gotta, yeah. you gotta go and do all feelsy stuff here. Like, it's just, it's a cute, it's the cutest thing in the world. It's like, you think back to some, you know, like your your son, your daughter, you know, a, a niece or nephew, a goddaughter, son, whatever, a baby, just putting their little hand on your hand. It's the cutest thing in the world. So and it just yeah. makes you that much more protective. And Ewan's reactions to it, I think, are really, really well done as well. And it really makes you wonder, like, I, I hope, I'm sure it won't happen, but I kind of hope that we just get some moment like maybe in a comic or something where this is fleshed out and there's an inner monologue where he's thinking about maybe his time with Anakin when he was younger or thinking of Padme or something. I want to know what's going through his head in this moment, you know, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. or if it's just strictly thinking about her or is he thinking about Luke or, you know, what's going on? Well, and you know, the other thing too is I kind of start to wonder if, you know, because Luke knew who Ben was. Mm-hmm. Okay, he knew old Ben. And it kind of makes me wonder a little bit if um, if maybe when he gets back to Tatooine, maybe he has a heart-to-heart with Owen. Maybe they're not as uh, adversarial. I mean, mm-hmm. maybe, he, maybe we end this series with, like, Obi-Wan bringing that little ship back to Luke and, like, Owen's like, yeah, it's cool, you can have it. Right. Well, I almost wonder if he even, like, tones it back with the whole training thing when talking to him and just straight up says like you knew how important his father was to me let me at least be a part of his life in some tiny way Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. even if it isn't for training just let me interact with him somehow please yeah i I don't know it's it's uh it's interesting It'll, it'll be interesting to see what they do here but that basically uh, ends our episode. We, we, well, we see little Lola, you know, she's got a red eye, like, ooh, mm-hmm. the tracker. Um, <laughs> but that's basically the, the end of our, of our episode. So any other little things we want to talk about before we, uh, you know, rate it? Uh, no, I don't think we've missed any little scenes or anything. Cool. Well, rate it. Yeah, so this is probably my most difficult one to rate because there are parts of this I absolutely loved uh, specifically near the end and there are parts that kind of bugged me like our torture scenes were kind of pathetic we have some weird stuff going on with Reva not noticing that she's force sensitive which I think is just kind of stupid or 
an oversight, a huge oversight. Mm-hmm. Um, we have some effect issues both with Reva's combat and Obi-Wan's combat. So, like, there, when you stop being immersed in the show and you start picking out the details, there are some... It's got rough edges. You know, they definitely need to clean up the edges a bit. But, like, we have so many cool moments. The acting, for the most part, is really good. We get a little bit of espionage. We get a little, you know, sneaking around the the base, kind of reminiscent of A New Hope in a way. We get some really amazing feats of force power from Obi-Wan, which just kind of bring you back to being a kid reading about all the amazing things that Luke did, which was awesome. And we get some really heartfelt moments with Leia. So it's a good episode. It's just some of the cracks are starting to really show. And I don't necessarily think it was just this episode. I think I'm just now becoming a bit less tolerant of it because it keeps persisting, which kind of bothers me. But overall, it's still a really good episode. And I don't want to be too harsh on it. And I know other people will take care of that for me. So I'm going to rate this at an 8.3. Not okay. necessarily the best ever, but there were some really good redeeming moments in the episode. So, yeah, very good overall. Yeah. Um, so I would say I enjoyed the episode quite a bit. I think overall there was a lot of, there's definitely a lot of good here. But you're right, there were a couple of things that were, you know, felt a little janky. Um, You know, we need to smooth things out. Like, we shouldn't progressively be having these smoothing problems. You know, it's like, look, if you needed more time to complete the darn series, you know, to, to make sure it's perfect, like, do it. If you're having this much trouble keeping deadlines, maybe you have the wrong people involved. Um, and that's not a jab at anybody working on it, but I'm just saying like, there are clear indications here of things that are like, you know, just not particularly polished and we need that Mm -hmm. polish, man. I mean, this is, this is supposed to be star Wars. This is supposed to be one of your big budget IPs, you know, polish it, stop sending out stuff that doesn't look spectacular and I don't care if it's TV or anything like that. Like, I don't think we ever had that sort of thought in Mandalorian aside from the fact that there was a lot of walking scenes in like season one, you know, Mando got his steps in. Oh yeah. But even Boba Fett with, with the, with the sort of exception, I think a lot of people will say with the, the Vespa chase, cause that was pretty bad. (laughs) You could say a lot of the rest of the stuff wasn't bad at all. But, like, you have a show with a lightsaber. Lightsaber. It's one of the most important things in Star Wars for people as a prop. Do it better, please. Pretty well perfected at this point, too. Yeah. And we've (laughs) seen it done super well. Do it better. You need to do it better. And I think think it needs more aura. It needs more glow. You know, like an an actual aura, aura about it. Just edit better. That's That's all I'm asking. But... The story was nice. It's great to see the T-47s. Um, it's great to see Obi-Wan engaging in some combat using force. 
you know, really bringing into, uh, you know, sort of fruition some of his, his actual abilities and showing that he can still get back into it. The little cute stuff with Leia and, you know, sort of her resistance as well. A lot of this is going to build her character. Um, you know, Vader being actually scary Vader is, is nice as well. Because you also got to think about it. We, we've got a few more years until, you know, New Hope time when Leia's kind of grown up and, you know, Vader, they're part of the Rebel Alliance and a traitor. Take her away. You know, so we, we've got we've got still a lot of stuff to iron out with Vader even, you know, just in, you know, from the time uh, this time until then. So and then until his eventual uh, turn. But um, yeah, I, 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 I still think it was I still think it was really good. It just it needs that polish. Uh, what did IMDb have? I was uh, that's that was something I was going to uh, to take a, a peek, a peeky peek at. Um why oh why oh why do you act like this okay so currently imdb has part four at a 6.7 oh my 6.7 wow produced for children Uh, star wars feels like watching a kid's attraction of star wars at disney world okay Created by Disney's corporate 3D printer. <laughs> uh, 36 minutes, again, cheap. Uh, well, okay. Sounds like a little bit salty there. 30 minutes and 20 seconds of mostly awful content. Call me, sir. I'm not a ma'am. <laughs> I was wondering uh, if someone would get hurt about that. <laughs> yeah. It took 20 years to come up with this. Give me one day and I could do better. All right. Loves, 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 a, loves Asklin. Okay. Well, you do better. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't think I, oh, here's one. When Kathleen Kennedy gets involved. Zero. Is that you? <laughs> um, wow. Yeah. A lot of, a uh, lot of recent uh, bashing here. Lot of bashing. This is yeah. This is sad. Um, I don't know. I don't think it's bad. I don't think it was a bad episode. I don't think it was like great, great, but I don't think it was bad. So um, I, I'm I'm. You said eight three. Yeah. Yep. We should probably keep track of all these. I constantly say that and I never do it. Um, I'm pretty sure that's my lowest. I am going to say eight two. I'm going to go eight, two yeah. on it. Still a really good episode overall. Uh, just it need you know, no, you know what? I'm going to go down one more straight. I'm going to go eight, one. Um, it needs polish. It's still, I still enjoy the story. I still enjoy kind of what they're doing here. You know, know what? We need to go down. No. Final answer. 8.05. It, I guess I, I, I just, could I knock it down. I like just really enjoy. Just I can't put it in the, the sevens. Eight point zero five, my final offer, sharks. Um, yeah, that's what we're gonna do. Okay. Anything else we need to talk about? I was just gonna say. I guess I could drop it down like to eight two myself. Just thinking of the. I I guess I could just. Sorry, I didn't realize I was muted there. No, you got to hear me quite a few times, guys, but he didn't. Um, I guess I could drop it down a few more points just because of that one stormtrooper who got batted by the lightsaber and it just bounced off of him. 
If I ignore that, it's 8-3. If I don't, it's 8-2. <laughs> okay. Well, 8.05, we'll give you the 8-2 just because you know you want to. <laughs> all right. Anything else we need to chat about? No, that'll be all. Okay. Well, let's go ahead and get on out of here. Hopefully, you guys enjoyed the episode. If you did, make sure to, you know, do, like, listen to more. Continue to listen, like, if if you like it, like it more by listening to more likable. Hit that, that hit that like. follow button, link in bio. Two thousand twelve. Like, <laughs> like, like for hundred years. Oh God. Hundred years of liking. Well, if you do want to interact, <laughs> uh, follow us on the social media: Facebook, uh, Twitter at TC Plan Podcast, or just send us an email if you want to. You know, get out your pin-up frustrations just tcplanpodcast gmail.com love to hear from you um but yeah i think that's about it so y'all have a great rest of your week and as always may the force be with you <laughs>